Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. YouTube FTC compliance system for kid content angers and worries creators. Uh, January 2020, YouTubers lost revenue and even FTC fines. Uh, <laughs> wow. This has nothing to do with child safety at all. And, and they would pull this kind of crap as soon as I buy new technology to actually do J360 TV. Well, a lot of people, before they start saying, I'm going to delete my YouTube channel, it's like, hell no. No, 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 no. What's going to happen is they're going to do the extra work on this kind of crap. I had a friend in Okapa. Matter of fact, if that was the case, I wouldn't be J-Man. And this wouldn't be, well... Welcome to the J-Man Show, here on... K360 So what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you doing? This is the J-Man, just getting ready for another episode. And to start things off, welcome to episode 127, the real one. <laughs> yeah, because last time I went ahead a little, I was a little premature about it. Uh, well, you know, after a while when you're so busy and stuff, uh, the number log kind of gets mixed up. But everything's good now, so nothing to worry about. But, um, yeah, you know, YouTube has always been kind of second nature to me, what, what the way they used to see. A lot, when I was a lot younger, um, I used to do that primarily in order to make content. Like, even my show, technically, was the J-Man show on YouTube. And it was video-based and everything. Like, it, it didn't have the same format, mind you, but it happened before. And you see... I'm sure I don't have to really tell you that YouTube has changed a lot since then, because this was like, what? It was like 2006 when I started. And you see, you could easily grow your audience. You could easily say and do whatever you wanted to do. Like, you really didn't have too much of a problem out of nothing like you do, like you do now. Like, nowadays, just the fact that you're even on there talking about things that you disagree with is a problem. Especially when it comes to certain people who are entitled or can't handle anybody's opinion. Granted, they'll go ahead and try to impose their stuff on you. But you see, the thing is, when I just am not in the mood to have your crap, and which could be most of the time, it's like, you know, I don't want to hear it. And the truth is, it's like, if we can get on that level and we talk this out and actually have a strong resolution, it probably wouldn't be so bad. But you see, however... I think this is uh, this is the result of YouTube working with the FTC, and so a lot of people are afraid that they may lose income and might even be fined by the U.S. government for making video games about, among other things, video games. And that's true because a lot of kids do play video games, and 
you know, sometimes if you're stuck on a certain level, you will look up a YouTube video now to see like how you can pass that level. So as I read this, I see like COPPA, which is standing for the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. It's supposed to forbid the collection of data about children under age 13 without parental consent. And you see the age 13 a lot because that's the, that's like the marker there for like, you know, the terms of services you sign up for. Like you're not technically supposed to have a YouTube channel unless you're 13 or older. And you see right off the bat, see a lot of people make a lot of money from YouTube and content creating. But you see, there's been multiple problems with this because sometimes it's either a copyright issue or it's like whatever you're working with, you probably have in-game music that doesn't belong to you and could be trapped in that content ID algorithm where you will get demonetized or they won't even air the video in certain countries. It's a whole lot of issues with YouTube and YouTube has had this problem significantly because I have a video gameplay show myself. And that's coming back on J360 TV, mostly because I really don't give a damn. But the thing is, is because, you know, that's a hobby of mine, too. And you see, like, when you're playing video games, because I I was so happy with um, one of my seasons of doing it, because I finally got to play Bioshock on, um, you know, on the internet. The thing is, I couldn't keep the video up, because every time, the in-game music and content ID just didn't see eye to eye. And it would always gong me or flag me on certain issues. And I'm like, hey, morons, I'm not going out of my way to take any of the copyrighted music and putting it on this video. This is something that's in the source code of the game. And I'm not going to take the time to go comb through the source code and rewire it to put on my custom soundtracks. Even though at the same time, that wouldn't be a bad idea, but I'm not doing that tedious crap. (laughs) and the thing is because of those issues that's why i stopped posting stuff on youtube for a while like even with j360 radio i was like hmm should i make that this whole channel the hub for j360 content and i'm sitting there and i'm like hell no the first 40 episodes of the j-man show alone will just you know immediately just get those guys aggro and while i don't have a problem with aggravating the hell out of the powers that be you know, certain issues, it's like, I can go ahead and go back into the video format to do that, which I plan to do, and see right off the bat, this stuff, like, this is antiquated, this is something that came out of the late 90s, because, you know, the internet was becoming a big piece of our lives, and while they were collecting data on multiple things, you know, in certain circumstances, people are just dumb enough to just give so much information of themselves out there, even to this day, they do. And if you don't, and if any of you haven't realized, people like to lie. People will go ahead and change their age just to go ahead and get um certain attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll go into different areas, and then they'll go meet these strangers out there. You've seen The Catch a Predator. You've seen, like, specials where they go ahead and <laughs> they entrap other people and all this other nonsense. And granted, it's not the parents stepping up and taking charge for the kids or anything. No, it becomes pretty much the powers that be's problem. And they're sitting there and implying all these, uh, you know, implementing all of these rules such as like, oh, well, you know, let's go ahead and use the V-chip for TV so we can only have like kid-based content for them to look at. And hey, while we're at it, why don't we just go ahead and try to keep an eye on all the things on the internet for them? And I mean, at the same time, the 
good intentions behind this stuff, it's there, but at the same time, it's not really there. You see what I'm saying? There's always a gray area, especially when it comes to content creating. And you see, I can see where it is because say like if I'm sitting there playing Mario and, you know, I describe like a few things that are going on either in the government or I'm describing a few things that are happening. Like if I'm arguing with another content creator or whatever, or I see like certain issues, like when I was talking about the Elizabeth Banks nonsense a few days ago and some people had a coronary about that. I mean, that's just the conversation that I'm having with y'all, but I can understand how they would try to take it out of context which is what we are want to do, and they'll try to slam you for that. Or if you talk about one of the big YouTubers, the big streamers or anything, and, you know, their representative team doesn't like that, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to hit them with slander and all that. It's ridiculous. Things are so open-ended and have a chance to go wrong, and they have. The fact that this COPPA just comes in based off of the FTC, because the FCC ain't covering anything. And you see YouTube and Google, part of their deal with the FTC is not to get involved with that lineup. It's like, they'll sit right there, they'll be like, uh, uh, well, you see, our hands are tied, and, and your flight deals with the FTC, and you see that $42,000 fine, well, you see, it, it led to this point because you're not labeling your videos right as not being safe for kids, or being safe for kids, and you're violating our terms of services on this, so we're going to take it this step further to stop harassment. Now, I don't know what the hell kind of situation they're trying to do for kids, but you got to understand, kids will be kids, and they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. A lot of people do that because they're not being parents like they should to be their kids' friends, which is a basis for another episode. But when you really think about it, though, it's like they have a way of manipulating the system. And you see, content creators are always under the scope of something because... You never know. You're not in control of the ads that pop up on your video. Now, you're in control of how many ads you put on a video, and it could go through a variety of different things. And some people use this as their income or to sell a product or to get some influence in. And this, with this big age of communication and everybody making money in varying ways, this is just one of those anchors that is just thrown on people who probably have a legitimate service to offer but they get caught up in the BS of the internet. And see, it doesn't help that, you know, a lot of giant established companies or a lot of people out here, like such as, remember when we had net neutrality and how that went away? At some sort of a basis, this kind of comes into that too. And you see, at one time, you used to could be in the speed lane. You used to could be open out there to all the internets. But right now, they're trying to shift people in the slow lane, and they're trying to do what they can to shadow ban people. Oh, if you don't fit the uh, general esteem of things, oh, granted, you're going to be pushed to the wayside, or they're going to slip you through the cracks and say that you can't do anything. And that's what they want to do, because, see, for some reason, when it comes to business, the most natural thing about business is competition. And... A lot of people in this country don't want to compete. They are so scared of competing. They want to try to buy people out, and they can because you never know. That company might have a whole lot of money. Remember Maker Studios? That's actually owned by Disney. So you see, and they didn't treat a lot of content creators right. There was a lot of um, places you could go to to actually help you get your money and your 
and your way across. But granted, they're always going to be withholding certain things so you can't get that money, you know, and it's. And it's so dirty. Like, like the problem with it is, it's like when you want to be able to monetize, you know, make a little side money that probably will become your, you know, probably become your primary income. That's not bad. I mean, like a lot of people want to make it bad. They'd be like, oh, that video sucked. How come you're getting money for this? And yada, yada, yada. But it's like if you have something legitimate to say, or if you're doing like scientific research, or if you're talking about the dark parts of history, because history has a lot of dark parts and the thing is you're gonna have to deal with it because it's a historical fact and when you have certain facts out there and facts don't care about feelings and you're telling the story either to teach or inform people they're just trying to find new ways to tie your hands like you know when you're growing up you start hearing about how the north and the civil war were like the great heroes whereas like the south were the villains but then when you get into like older you know we get older and you go into different history history classes and you hear like well you know the north wasn't that much different than the south in terms of places there were some people that were just never forgiving to the plight of slavery they didn't really want to fight but they were forced to i mean there's a whole lot of scenarios in there that really make you change your perspective you know your perspective of the government around here And you start going through that as you get older because you see certain myths about who the heroes and villains are back in the day. That sold well when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Like how, like, during Black History Month, that was the time when you should care about your black heroes. But you see... (laughs) But but you, you see, and the thing is, that's the shortest month of the year. And not to mention, it's like, oh, 28 days or 29 days to really you know, empower black history. But if you think about it, though, black history is the part of regular history that nobody wants to talk about. But they figure, hey, we owe it to them, so we're going to give them this month. It's wild, though. That's not the time to talk about it. If you really want to talk about it, talk about all of history and see how far you can go to handle it. If you really want to protect your kids, tell your kids that, you know what, life is not all nice. Life is not rainbows and ice cream. Life is not, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go through good things in your time, and you're going to go through bad things in your time. And while I will defend you from most of these, if possible, and while I will always be there for you unconditionally, there's going to be some crap that you'll go through, and you're just going to have to do what you can to ride through this no matter what. Don't let your anxiety be the crippling feature of you, all right? You're going to have to work your way through it. I mean, you guys heard, like, the issues I went through on this show. Like, you know, there were times where I didn't see eye-to-eye with my mom. I don't see eye-to-eye with authority. I don't see eye-to-eye with a lot of people. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. There are times where I even sit there and, I, and I'm like, gee, I don't mind fighting anybody at this point because I know one way or another I'm right on this issue. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, when I know that I did something wrong, then I go ahead and I admit that I was wrong. And then we try to focus on working things out there. You know what I'm saying? But you see, in order to go back, what I was going through with that whole spectrum is, it's like things are so open-ended. There's a lot of gray areas in this. And it's poorly defined. This whole thing here with COPA, or COPA. Yeah, I'll call it COPA. Pun intended, by the way. I ain't afraid of no cops either. But when it comes to uh, COPA here, I'm not afraid of it. 
Because that's what they want to do. And you see, when you got mainstream media here, and they don't want to compete with the small people, for a while there, give yourselves a pat on the back if you were content creating at this time. We were kicking more ass than they were. I mean, let's be real. They run off and they go ahead and they do um, any sort of, you know, missing white woman syndrome or any sort of uh, murder plot or any sort of piece of scandal they can get onto. Whereas a lot of us, you know, some of the scandals fell into our hands. But we also had more interesting things to talk about. You see, we also had different approaches to things that they did not. Because sometimes it's special interest with them, whereas with us, we're doing what we need to do to build our brands and get our contents together. And that's what made it interesting, you know? Yep, so for a while there, even on YouTube, YouTube was a boon of all this. And you could do it all. But what happened was, as things became more accessible, mainstream dumb people got involved with it, and they did not know how to handle it. Like, there are people that will try to jump in your business, but when you tell them, hey, stay the hell out of my business, and you go ahead and you hit them with facts why they should not even be involved in what you're trying to do, chances are they'll, they'll, they'll fall back, and they'll cry, and they'll, they'll tell all their friends about it, and then one of them has a contact that's into some legal stuff, and they'll try to say you're harassing them by you speaking about the issue, and then they won't even want to hear your side of the story if you're involved. It's a lot of stuff, and quite a lot of things get weaponized, such as the Me Too movement, such as, you know, uh, the Not My President marches. Remember those back in the day? Like, there was a whole lot of stuff, and you sit there for a moment, and you're like, once again, you're building awareness in certain things, but you're not solving a problem anywhere. Hell, you can go ahead and get attention out of anything, which is another weakness. Anybody can go ahead and do satire, but I remember a long time ago, there used to be prank channels too, and then you sit there for a little bit, and you're like, how far are they going with this prank, and is this really true? And after a while, some of those pranks were not legitimate, they were staged, and people were all about exposing who um, exposing who was staging and who wasn't, and then it's like, you sit there for a moment, it's like, still though, I kind of like the entertainment factor, but I don't like when... Um, they stage it like in a sort of a racist scenario. Like I think Joey Salats did that back in the day where he was having this Trump car out here and he had like the four, uh, the four black dudes out there and they were smashing that car up because of Trump 2016. And it was like, it was very disingenuous and it presented a pretty bad look, but those four actors were getting paid. But at the same time, you try to look at what the um, overall spectrum of all this stuff and how it paints a certain picture. And at that point, you sit there and you're like, well, representation matters. So at the end of the day, he got exposed for it. And after a while, he was gone for a while. So, you know, that was resolved to a point because I don't know if he's back or not. Like after a while, you see uh, prank channels started dying out for a little bit. Then it became all about reaction channels. And let us not forget about what the Fine Brothers tried to do. They tried to trademark React. Or they tried to, much in the same way Facebook tried to trademark face at one time. And that's what happens when you give so much people money and power and they don't know how to use it right. You see what I'm saying? Maybe I should have been very scummy. I probably would have had a whole lot of money and stuff at the time. But you see, uh, I wanted to do things honestly. Yeah, my fault indeed. (laughs) But 
to move on, when it comes to this, uh, to this Copa issue, it's that a lot of people don't know what comedy, satire, and what difference of opinion means anymore. I mean, granted, could you imagine just everybody having the same grain of thought, creating the same content, everybody being likable, everybody being agreeable, everybody wanting relative ease, everybody, it's disgusting. There's no challenge to the issue. I look at this stuff and I'm like, challenge accepted. I'm going to piss off so many people and I'm going to be happy about it. Whether I make a bad video, good video, at least I made a video. Whether I'm calling somebody out on their crap because they done did something wrong or they put it out here in the public domain, which at the same time aggroed me, (laughs) then I can go ahead and say something about it. Like if there's somebody else out there who thinks that they're unattainable and you can't get in touch with them, I will happily prove that wrong because I'll be right there with my email and I'll send them a letter about themselves and be like, hey, how's it going? You know what? I don't agree with what you just said right there. And a matter of fact, you're wrong about everything because that is not how any of this works. And as I go ahead and I say that scenario, I am waiting for all of the tears to come in, male or female, equal opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And everybody wants to talk about who's an ally and who's not. I don't really care anymore. Because <laughs> you'll know after a while. I mean, I'm sure some of y'all probably have figured that out in by talking to me. And the fact that they're over here trying to use a way of censoring all of us because, hey, you know what? We don't want certain people to rise up and make money. We want them to stay down below and in depth and, you know, not even trying to change anything. And it's the easiest thing to do because some people are weak-willed enough to actually fall through with that and stay not at the level they're at, but to go three feet deeper. And you're, you're not here on this earth to be mediocre. I'm sorry. As I look at a lot of y'all out there, especially the J360 Legion fan base and those of you in the podcast game or those of you that are independent filmmakers and so on and so forth, every single one of you are talented incapable of doing great things. And I wish to work with all of you at least once. You know, I got to see if the experiment works. That's the great experience of things. And will we disagree? Yeah. Will we dislike each other a few days? Oh, hell yeah. That's human nature. But you see, when it comes to the content we make and how we market stuff, oh yeah, we'll probably do everything right. But you see, there's been multiple times where YouTube got slapped in the face about a bunch of things and try to take people's channel from them, and that's why a lot of people are afraid of it. Like, I don't know about if I've hid, hidden this enough, but I don't really care for my day job. Personally, I'm just looking at my day job, and I'm like, you know, in a few months, you're going to be history, because I'm going to be moving on to bigger and better things. I'm not worried about being blackballed. I'm not worried about people disliking me, because God knows, I went through that crap early. And you see, the thing about it is when you go through that stuff early and you get to a certain level, but you also mature enough and you're also aware of things, it doesn't box you in. But there are people out there who get boxed in by all this stuff. And it's not a good look. That's why they sit right there with the rest of the development. It's like, why do people not like me? And then you got to look at them and be like, well, why do you give a damn? They're not paying for your rent or anything. Rise up and get through this. Yeah, you're going to have to go through the motions, you're going to have to go through all the ranges, but you're going to have to keep moving forward. Now, some of y'all, when it comes to YouTube, you worry about the comment box. Hell, don't worry about the comment box, just make fun of the people who write stuff in the comments. I mean, good comments are great, but when it comes to the bad comments, let's just add an extra 
extra content for you to talk about. Be like, oh, your show, I wish I knew he was talking about, blah, 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 blah. he's ranting. I don't like ranting. Why are you on my channel? But thanks for the views. Thanks for the listens. Thanks for helping me grow. You see? And the beautiful part about it is, is that when people don't realize that press is press, even if it's bad press, it might not be true. And if it's not true, it shouldn't hurt you as much. That's how you learn from this kind of stuff. But, you know, I work with a lot of people who can't handle criticism about themselves. And you see, with me, oh, I like to use that to my advantage because I'm always in there giving the powers that be at my job a hell of a hard time because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Especially as we go into the holiday time. But when it comes to Copa, just don't let this stuff bother you. This is just addict crap. And if you mark yourself, you know, your content safe for kids, they've taken a few things away. You know, such as like, I think the community thing, they kind of shifted away. Because, see, the thing is, you're not supposed to interact with, um, you know, kids younger than 13. But why would you want to interact with teenagers and kids like that anyway? And if you're trying to make a shop here, it, it can be pretty annoying because, you know, you want to make sure your shop's accessible to a lot of people. And it, it's it's stupid. Yeah, it really is. But you see, has Daily Motion gotten better? Or I know BitChute is still out there. You should always be looking at alternative ways to get your uh, message out there. And at the same time, when you look at YouTube, just use YouTube when you need to. Like if you're starting like a... If you're starting, like, your own video thing for a little bit, yeah, use it for that point. But there's always a way you can use, like, a source code to actually combat YouTube from time to time. I think there's a lot of people who made their own websites, and they had the ability to upload videos on said websites. So it's, it's going to get to that point. But, like I said before, don't let this stuff scare you. Just look at it and be like this. All right, that's how y'all want to play it? Fine. Premium content on Patreon, OnlyFans. Let's go ahead and work this out then. There's a strategy here. Put it in play. However, we're also getting into the holiday season. And unless you're working retail or whatever, you're probably excited for it. Me, on the other hand, I'm excited. You know why? Because I use those times wisely. I really do. Like, I'm not worried about being at work. A lot of people are afraid about going to work. I'm not going to work for the holiday season. Not at all. I'm going to do what I got to do to get out of it because they, while it's all about the almighty dollar to those people, this is about me spending time with the family. Make sure you got enough money to the point where, you know, you don't really need them at this issue and try to make sure you just spend time with your family. You know what I'm saying? Or your friends because Friendsgiving is a thing. And don't let nobody sit there and tell you, tell you what, what is the most important value. Because I remember I had a job like that and I told them to go F themselves. Because the most important thing you have sometimes is your family and your friends. And you should go out and you should hang out and have a good time. That's what it's all about. And another thing, don't be talking about weight gain, weight loss and stuff. This is the Gray Sweatpants Festival, ladies and gentlemen. This is the time for you to go ahead and not wear anything constricting, but wear stuff that looks actually fashionable so you can sit down and gorge yourself until your whole insides explode out. That's what it's all about. Now, how you do eat, whether you're vegan or whatever, I I don't know. But I'm talking about, like, whether you just, you know, you're just there to eat. That's what it's about. 
The day after is when you should have regret and try to go to war and stuff like that, because Lord knows that's what they did in history. <laughs> but, you know, oh, oh, wait, 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 yeah, 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 because guess what? A lot of y'all are going to be fighting for free TVs, if not already, because does anybody even celebrate Black Friday, Black Friday anymore? Because we've had, like, multiple weeks and all this other stuff of Black Friday sales, so, like, the luster is kind of gone. One of those whole things where it's like society marches forward, but it's like one of those things where it's just too much of a good thing and you get kind of bored. But I'm excited, though, because the Black Friday specials for PlayStation and Xbox are coming. And, you know, that Spyro collection has been on my list for quite some time, in addition to some of the add-ons for the fighting games I have here. So, uh, and I got enough money for it. <laughs> yeah, man. And not only that, I got some Final Fantasy games I uh, really need to take care of, such as like uh, Final Fantasy Remake when that comes out. So I'm gonna go put the pre-order in for that. Isn't it amazing though that you know I got all this stuff coming my way, but I do know that in March I'm gonna be broke as a mug because you got you got Doom Eternal, you got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, you have uh, Final Fantasy Remake. And I know there's a few more out there, but I mean, those are just the top three on my list right now. And it's just like, whew. God, which, which one's going to be the premium collection and which one is going to be uh, stuff I just get in the mail? <laughs> Little things like that. And then not to mention at the end of the year, it's going to be PlayStation 5 time. So I got to go ahead and figure out like what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to get a, try to get a 4K TV. And then I'm going to go ahead and try to see about getting a PlayStation 5 at the time. Of course, you know, it It really depends on whether I'm going to do it at that given time. But I'll have an episode ready for you all on that. And let's see. There's something else on the itinerary to look into, but mm, Star Wars. You know what? I'm not going to talk about Star Wars in this in this episode. Matter of fact, when we get closer to episode 9, I'm going to rewatch the sequel trilogy before I go to 9. So that'll be the time to actually go ahead and talk about this. But the Mandalorian's awesome. So, since this is the uh, episode before Thanksgiving, I just want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, is Happy Black Friday a thing? Okay, well, well, happy Riot Day. And while you're at it, don't scalp the managers. And please, please don't start stuff with the associates. They're already overworked and itching for a fight. Let me just tell you that right now. But outside of all that stuff, you know, just sit back, do what I do, chill out for the rest of the day, and don't let it get to you. And while you're busy eating, actually, do the Eagles play on Thanksgiving? Uh, I forgot to look at the lineup. Anyway, anyway, you all have a good holiday, all right? This is the J-Man signing off. Peace.